0: THIS IS TENNESSEE
1: TALKS WITH UNITED STATES CONGRESSMAN TIM BURCHETT HELLO I'M CONGRESSMAN TIM BURCHETT AND WELCOME EVERYBODY BACK TO uh, TENNESSEE TALKS I'M GLAD TO BE JOINED THIS EPISODE BY MY COLLEAGUE FROM THE FIRST DISTRICT I BELIEVE TENNESSEE yeah. DELEGATION CONGRESSWOMAN Diane HARSHBARGER um, AND I WOULD we thank you so much for being here, first of all, and it's been a pleasure working with you. I met you a few years back, and it's been a, been a delight. And um, you're a pharmacist by trade, mm-hmm. and um, I want to thank you so much for being on Tennessee Talks. It's great to have you on the show. We're going to ask you a few questions.
0: Okie dokie. I'm ready.
1: Go for the juggler.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, a, you're a little over a year representing Tennessee's First District in the House of Representatives. I want How's it going so far?
0: Oh, it's going excellent. You know, it's an honor to represent people in East Tennessee. I mean, there's no better people Nobody. in Tennessee, period. So it's been a learning experience. You know how it was when you first got up here. and uh, Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you were in the majority. I'm in the minority no, coming I, in. No, I was in, in the, the minority.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're in the minority, oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure it'll be different next year, don't you?
1: I hope so. Well, I hope so. I'm going to say a like special
0: it. prayer that that well, happens.
1: I yeah, <laughs> hope the Lord answers your prayers. Well, we got to do something with it though. That's the that's the key. Well, tell me, what yeah. are you currently working on?
0: Well, I'm working on a whole lot of things. You know, um, with I'm on the D- Department of Homeland Security, and I'm also in, on Ed and Labor, and on uh, right. the subcommittees on Homeland, are Cybersecurity and Critical Infrastructure. And then, of course, oversight, and then ed and labor is higher education workforce development. And then uh, the HELP subcommittee. Uh, listen, Tim, what am I not working on? We yep. have to work on legislation to take the country back. A lot of ed and labor things. Um, I just worked with Mark Green on a bill because Tennessee parents had said, look, there's obscene literature in the library, so right. we have to get rid of that um, and let parents know that it's there.
1: Right, I saw, I saw a video. It wasn't in Tennessee, but it was um, a lady was reading some stuff to the school board, and she said, "Cut, cut, cut her mic off." The the chairman of the school board said because that is inappropriate. And she said, "Exactly."
0: Oh, and she was
1: reading it? stuff out of the books. Well, um, and that's you know, I have a degree in education, family, of career educators, but uh, you know, what bothers me is is these parents are being demonized, and um, you know, when I was. In education, the, the the key to one of the keys to having a kid that's successful is having parent involvement in the education. Yeah. And they've done everything they can to discourage that, and that's that's unfortunate. So I'm glad y'all are actually working on that. And I and I know that. Um, some other things I've been working on. Um, these fires have been raging through Sevier County as yeah. they did a few years back. And I'm what are you, what are you hearing from your folks? I know that we haven't had any fatalities no. that we've heard of.
0: Well, I met with uh, Mayor Waters from Sevierville yesterday, and, right. I, and of course he said that they had lost like 230 structures or something, and uh, that's in the Wears Valley areas and so that affects both of us both districts and so that's under control basically and they're just looking for help for that and we have to go through the governor to get that help for them but right. we'll be more than happy to do that I'm just thankful that no one no was, one
1: no one died yeah, for the last no time died, it was just Lord. a horrible tragedy the people I knew people that actually had died I in know. that fire so it was it, that was horrible yeah, it's terrible
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: and, and I know that some legislation just passed the house um, or the federal, for the federal government to establish some so-called price controls for insulin. Of course I voted against the bill because it would shift healthcare costs to insurance premiums and other prescription drugs. It also does nothing to address the reason why insulin's so expensive in the first place. And you also voted against the bill. Yeah. And as a legislator with a background in pharmacy, um, I like it was good to look up there and see us voting together on something sure. that that I knew that you would you you, you had some some internal knowledge of. Uh, could you yeah. explain why government price controls are such a bad idea.
0: Yeah. You never want the gover- government to set price controls, especially on medication. And, you know, they they really set this bill the way it's explained to me to help the Democrats, basically, one seat in Georgia and on the Senate side. So you never want them controlling the pricing of anything, especially medication, you know, they're going to try to sneak that H.R. 3 in with legislation and bill back better more than likely. So we have to be wary of that. And H.R. 19 is the alternative to that. And being in the doctor's caucus, one thing we do talk about is revamping health care. Right. And uh, there's other ways to do those price controls, but the government is not – they should never be involved in that. We're going to have less, less uh, medications that we can – Right. We can use for especially rare and ultra rare diseases.
1: What I thought was interesting was that it it the out of pocket for some most folks would be the same or even more. Because of it, and yeah. it, it didn't do anything to what it said. It just shifted the cost to Oh, others. do
0: you know what they said? It says it actually raises premiums on seniors and the 217 million Americans who rely on private yeah. insurance. Just right. FYI.
1: Well, so that yeah, yeah. more more out of pocket. Yeah. just Shifting the cost to oh, somebody. Oh, absolutely. You know.
0: They'll get it one way or the other. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, sticking to the the topic of prescription drugs, I know. Something I've heard you talk about, and I, I wanted to specifically ask you about it, was the Chinese Communist Party is a big supplier of prescription yeah. drugs, and they use the components, the vital components. Oh yeah. And you know, and and um, yeah. and some of those active ingredients that we use in, in drugs in the United States. Mm-hmm. I wonder what some of our vulnerabilities are with countries that we, like us, face when we depend on China for these products. I think COVID during the supply chains issue it really brought oh, it absolutely. out. But you you articulated that point very well. I've heard you on that many times. Yeah. I wish you'd talk a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's a travesty when we have to rely as a nation on an adversarial nation for 90% of our active pharmaceutical ingredients to make the medications that we use in this country. Um, you know, that's a supply chain issue. I can, for example, back when uh, the pandemic first started, in three weeks, the pharmacy that I had it was out of antibiotics, you couldn't get antibiotics, you couldn't get supplements, you couldn't get PPE, none of that was available. That's just in the three week period. So wow. we never want to find ourselves being reliant on an adversarial nation like China or India. And not that they're adversarial, but I see how that's going because China sells a lot of those APIs to India. Right. I'm finding out. And it's a honestly it's a direct threat to our national security. We mm. need to be Self reliant, and I've I said agree. that for the last 25 years, and now it only took a pandemic to it's let it's everybody to let know, know.
1: you were correct. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. a modern day prophet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you're on the Doctors' Caucus, you mentioned that, and of course, it's a group of, of representatives that have healthcare industry experience, and not all just mm-hmm. MDs, but um people yeah. that are in those roles all around it. Mm-hmm. Is the group, uh, you know, are they working on some Republican alternative to some of the Democrats? Yeah, bad that I think are bad big government ideas.
0: Yeah, we, we talk a lot about the innovative portions and some of the um, new modalities in medicine and some of the things we can affect by lowering cost on, on the consumer, and that would be pharmacy benefit managers, for one thing. That's my area right. of expertise, being in the pharmacy world. But, you know, there's a healthy task force is what Leader McCarthy had instituted, and that group is going to be able to develop policy for 2022, but HR-19 is that alternative plan that they went to the Doctors' Caucus, even before me, or even on um, Energy and Commerce, and they have a plan that will be an alternative to what the Democrats want as far as HR-3 goes, to where you'll have um, more cures. You want to stifle the growth of these biotech companies that are making those innovative innovative products right. that'll save lives for God's sake. So, yeah. you know, and there's several, I mean, there's what, not seen of us, there's doctors, pharmacists, dentists on there. And we'll be we having more coming in when this new class comes in as well.
1: I'd hope so. Yeah. I, and I know you're also on Homeland Security. I know Catco yeah. is, John Catco out of New York yeah. is leaving. Yeah. Um, you have jurisdiction over the the disaster, a complete oh disaster, God. which is our southern border. Uh, i WONDER, you head. know, have the Democrats in charge of that committee or the Biden administration of, officials shown any interest in working with Republicans to fix the problem at the border? They sure don't. I mean, it doesn't look like to me with, well, with the, not the, the recent revelations, it's just getting worse.
0: Tim. Let me tell you what's going to happen if they do away with Title 42. People are already lining up the border. On May 28th and 29th, we saw 9,000 illegal aliens come across the border in two days. Wow. There'll be 18,000 a day is the projected numbers, and now we know that's going to be greater than that. What are you going to do? I've already heard that what they will have are buses. And this is, this is real. They'll have buses to transport them into the interior of the country without processing them. They do not have enough Border Patrol agents to do this. They're demoralized as it goes. Yeah, I was
1: going to say, the ones they have have just oh my been. God. I mean, the president, when he attacked them on the one guy on the yeah. horse showing like he was whipping but if you knew anything about horses, which I... I write checks for horses. My daughter rides them, and <laughs> and uh, but I knew that I knew that situation. The guy was holding the reins, and sure enough, they showed yeah. the other the, the reverse of that picture, and that's what the guy was doing. He was not whipping the guy, and um, <gasps> and you, and the president just completely insulted that man, and then never offered an apology, never gave the conclusion to their investigation.
0: Yeah, really, they haven't, have they? They've not never a, given a, a conclusion. Thing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen. And, you know, I talked to Newt Gingrich. I went to a border caucus meeting with him. And what he said was, we're never going to be able to round all these people up. What you're going to have to do is assimilate them. And what that means is you're going to have to do things like health checks for these people or do criminal background checks in order to get those people out. And now we're going to have the projected numbers are 2 million more, on top of the two and a half million, two million more in six months.
1: Well, and you also, um, it was released... Uh, that there was some on the um, the terrorist watch list, of and, course, the, and yeah. the Democrats said that was in fact an error, and then we asked for a, a FOIA, Freedom of Information yeah. Act, and in turn, it turned out that that gum, that was the truth that several of them were, and of course the liberals yeah. are going to say, well look, well that was we caught them, the system works. The system does not work. It's it the ones that work. you don't know that are coming over that how are,
0: many we got 500,000 Godaways. we don't know where they came from yeah. where they went or who they are
1: two million and like 11 months that we know of and so you can God double that us. on what it is you know what we don't know well when we both return to the house next time uh for the 118th congress i'm wondering um what are you looking forward to working on
0: well you know um, my goal is to work on anything that i have a little expertise in, and that's going to be health care right I, you know in the district just like you do, we have TVA energy policy would be something I would look at. Um, There's just a lot of problems that we need to fix. And one thing that the whip talked about was what we're all going to be involved in is oversight, oversight, oversight. It's going to take two years to uncover what's already been covered up to try to to find out some of the the answers to the issues. I want to know what happened? Why do we not know where the Wuhan virus originated? It's simple things that we've been talking about for two years that we don't have answers to. We don't
1: have answers. I agree. I, my biggest fear is that we people lose interest.
0: In all well, that's You know, and we got
1: we got to keep it pertinent, and we got to keep it it's fresh. and we got to be in front of your face. You it's kind of like right. this
0: war with Ukraine. You know, if we don't keep talking about it, it's going to continue on, and I saw something on TV today that said it may go on for years. Oh yeah! What a travesty!
1: Yeah, absolutely. But do you have travesty. any questions you can ask me? Yeah, I do. All right. I
0: just want to know how old that Carhartt coat is
1: you wear. Uh, the one currently is um, it's about four or five years, I think. Is it's, it? It's, yeah, it's it's still looking it's a, good. Yeah, it I is. I mean, I'm
0: I, I'm just saying.
1: I was um I'm, I go through several of them. I was when I was mayor, there was a group left-leaning group of course that was doing a skit and they were you know and then they had somebody playing me and they were making fun of me oh my care. gosh and i they did they didn't they didn't have you. an official tim Burchett Carhart carhartt so i sent one over and they laughed about it and they you know i guess it kind of softened the blow i'm sure they still took shots at me but i you know i've been wearing that thing for
0: that there's pictures funny.
1: at littons of me and i was i guess in the state senate there's a, there are over 20,
0: oh my gosh over
1: 20 years ago i used to wear it it wasn't Sweet. I wasn't trying to wear it to be cool. It was just as Maxine Waters, when she caught me on the elevator one time, she said, are you that white boy that always wears that, <laughs> that, that, Carhartt jacket? And I said, yes, madam chairman, Did I she, am. And she said, why do you wear that? And I said, three reasons. And she, I said, it's, it's, um, it's American made. It holds up under pressure and it's cheap. <laughs> And, I, and she laughed and said, We're going to get along just fine. And she'll walk by me today and give me high fives. And I Are told you her, I said,
0: kidding me? I said,
1: Please don't do that where CNN can, or C SPAN can catch it. You'll oh cost me an election. My God. Well, but I mean, she gets a big kick out of me, and I get a big She loves my accent, and we just we have a. Yeah, you're and, the and, expert. You know, she always for man makes the town fun of me town on that.
0: I, I, I'm telling you. Well, I wanted to ask you that, but how long have you been in politics altogether? I know you were at the state level and then
1: 16 America. years in the legislature, eight years. Uh, county mayor and three years up here, and um, and so, but I've been you know I worked in campaigns since I was four or five years old. Four or five. I, mean, I can remember in my overalls out in front of West Hills Elementary School, and I can remember I can remember the 1968 election. I was four years OMG. old because I still have a pin but Nixon Agnew you turn it one way and it's Nixon and turn it one way and it's Agnew. So boy
0: that's uh, that's a good one I'm going to yeah. start going to these vintage stores yeah. to try to find one yeah. Tim
1: good luck that one's a valuable one but uh, but anyway well, I, you got to watch them make a lot of bootleg ones you just uh, got to be careful uh, I, got,
0: I, I promise I won't do it I have one more question how long have you been married?
1: Oh, dad gummet, that's a you gotta ask me that question. Kelly and I were talking about that last <laughs> night. I don't know, six or seven years. I don't know. You See, you've gotta
0: miss a few anniversaries to really be married for long enough. I'll be married forty years this year, well, so it's it's one of them things.
1: You're a good woman, I, hey,
0: I've got
1: Kelly, listen. but my wife is cool about it. She loves me, I love her, and she said, Baby, I'll never get after you. You got a lot on your mind trying to remember that. She says, I'll just remind you when Isabel's birthday is and we're gonna be just fine. So <laughs>
0: That's the way i say, happy wife, happy life.
1: Yes, ma'am. Okay. Absolutely.
0: That's a good way to end well, this thing.
1: Thank you, Congressman Harshberger. Yeah. I appreciate you you um, for your time today, and I look forward oh, to working with fun. you in the future. Yes. Fist bump.
0: Hey, fist bump.
1: And, and I'm Congressman Tim Burch, and I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Tennessee Talks. Thank you all for sending me here.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Tennessee Talks. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Keep up with Congressman Burchett by following at Rep Tim Burchett on Twitter and Instagram, and at Congressman Tim Burchett on Facebook and YouTube.